Tēnā koutou i tēnei ahiahi. These are your Irirangi Kōtahi Radio 1 news headlines for Thursday the 10th of December. Ko Eileen Toku Ingoa. Over 500 Otago graduates had their graduation ceremony cancelled yesterday as police respond to a threat made towards the event earlier in the week. Two graduation ceremonies were scheduled at 1pm and 4pm. They were cancelled at approximately 11.30am following advice from the police to the university. Police and the university have been tight-lipped regarding the cancellation, but have confirmed that the threat was made electronically earlier in the week. More information from the police is expected today. In 2015, a threat made online against the university prompted a major police investigation. While the case was never resolved, the post containing the threat appeared to have been made overseas. Radio One spoke to law and commerce student Vivian Griffiths, who intended to graduate yesterday, about his day. I meant to have graduation in May, and then quite a lot of my friends decided we'd try to go in August, and then August came around and then that didn't happen. And then finally, we got to December, nothing could go wrong, a beautiful summer's day, running around like headless chickens in the morning, trying to herd my parents and grandparents like herding cats. Whilst disappointed, Griffiths felt that the response from both police and the university had been satisfactory. I think we were all pretty glad at the end of the day that uh, if they actually didn't cancel the graduation, it would have been an absolute disaster if they knew that something was a massive threat and they just went, oh, I'm sure it's not serious, we'll just let it go ahead. At this point, the graduation ceremonies scheduled for Saturday and next Wednesday are still going ahead. Otago Polytechnic's graduation ceremony, which was scheduled for tomorrow, has been postponed. As this is an evolving situation, the status of these events is open to change. We now cross to Bonnie with a story regarding the New Dunedin Hospital. Tēnā koutou. The foundations of the New Dunedin Hospital will be substantially raised to mitigate the risks of future flooding due to climate change. The development, which is planned to be built on the former Cadbury factory site, is located within the Upper Harbour area, which has been known to local authorities as a low-lying, flood-risk area for several years, due to being only just above sea level. While public documents for the New Dunedin Hospital make scarce mention of this threat to the institution's longevity, a Ministry of Health spokesperson has confirmed to Radio 1 that the site will be future-proofed so as to last more than 50 years, a point in time that some reports suggest will see the New Zealand coastline seriously affected by rising sea levels. The Ministry of Health say the ground level of the hospital will be substantially raised, the foundations will use base isolation to protect against seismic activity, and the hospital will be designed to be flexible to adaptation. However, some say that the Ministry's decision to build on such a vulnerable site is symptomatic of the government's greater blindness to the threat of climate change. Grace Cowley of youth climate action group Generation Zero says the country urgently needs to focus on mitigating climate change rather than merely adapting. I guess adapting is a huge part of what we're going to have to do, but it would be much more preferable to see a strong emphasis on mitigation and actually effectively cutting down what is the cause of this issue as opposed to sticking a band-aid on the eventual problem which is raising up buildings for sea level rise. Generation Zero says the reason for the lack of public discussion around the new hospital's flood risk may be the government looking to delay a serious nationwide conversation around climate change adaptation. If they start 
making uh, it sort of part of the public awareness that sea level rise is going to affect somewhere as inland as the Cadbury factory next to the Octagon, which is right near all the university's buildings, then that raises a whole lot of other conversations about what the future of Dunedin as a city is going to look like. If we're looking at lands that are going to be affected by sea level rise, you know, that's most of New Zealand's coastal cities. The fact that most of South Dunedin is severely at risk of sea level rise in the coming years if we continue on our current emissions trajectory, the government sooner or later is going to have to have some serious hardline conversations with the community about where they're going to go, what's going to happen there. I think that our government is not willing to deal with what their own scientists and their own policymakers are trying to warn them about with climate change. What's more, the Ministry of Health has applied for the consent for the new Dunedin Hospital to be fast-tracked through the COVID-19 Recovery Act. There will be less public consultation required around the nature of the design and it also means that environmental advocacy organisations such as Generation Zero only have 10 days to review their environmental assessments, their ecological assessments, their climate change assessments and make a formal comment and recommendations The way that we're going to solve this problem is not by having policymakers sitting in the beehive deciding to raise up the hospital and not telling anyone. It's going to require community consultation and it's going to require voices from the people who are most disproportionately affected by climate change, such as those from South Dunedin, who in the first National Climate Change Risk Assessment put out by the Ministry for the Environment earlier this year, ranks some of the highest, most at-risk communities. There is a public forum on the new Dunedin Hospital being held tonight at 5.30pm in the Dunedin Town Hall. Call Bonnie Harrison, Thierney. Tomorrow is Use Your Own Cup Day. The day is organised by Use Your Own, an Aotearoa-based not-for-profit promoting responsible consumption and helping individuals find cafes and restaurants focused on minimising waste. Here at Otago, students are already familiar with this kaupapa as 2020 has seen all of the cafes on campus stop supplying single-use coffee cups. At Radio 1, we encourage you to treat every day as Use Your Own Cup Day. Alternatively, make use of the mug libraries around campus or take 20 minutes out of your day to sit down and really enjoy that oat milk flat white. That was the news for Thursday, December 10th with Radio 1. Now, time for the weather. The Radio Radio 1 91 FM weather. It has been a lovely Otipoti morning, but we can expect showers from midday, easing in the evening. Tomorrow, rain is expected in the morning, clearing and becoming fine for a time in the afternoon before turning wet again in the evening.